Hello and welcome to Daily Prayer today for July 21st, 2021. Glad that you are with me today. Let's go ahead and get started. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. You created the day and the night, O God. You set the sun and the moon in their places. You set the limits of the earth. You made summer and winter. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Merciful God, we give thanks that through the gift of our baptism you offer the forgiveness of sin and wash us clean from all evil. By the power of your Holy Spirit, renew our lives and make us worthy to enter into your eternal sanctuary. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Our readings for today are Psalm 15 and 147, verses 1 through 11, 1 Samuel 25, verse 23 through 44, Acts 14, 19 through 28, and Mark 4, 35 through 41. Listen for God's word to speak to you. Psalm 15. O Lord, who may abide in your tent, who may dwell in your holy hill? Those who walk blamelessly and do what is right and speak the truth from their heart, who do not slander with their tongue and do no evil to their friends, nor take up a reproach against their neighbors, in whose eyes the wicked are despised, but who honor those who fear the Lord, who stand by their oath even to their hurt, who do not lend money at interest, and do not take a bribe against the innocent. Those who do these things shall never be moved. 147, 1-11 Praise the Lord! How good it is to sing praises to our God! For God is gracious, and a song of praise is fitting. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. God gathers the outcasts of Israel. God heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. God determines the number of the stars. God gives to all of them their names. Great is our Lord and abundant in power. God's understanding is beyond measure. The Lord lifts up the downtrodden. God casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make melody to our God on the lyre. God covers the heavens with clouds, prepares rain for the earth, makes grass grow on the hills. God gives to the animals their food and to the young ravens when they cry. God's delight is not in the strength of the horse, nor God's pleasure in the speed of a runner, but the Lord takes pleasure in all who fear God and those who hope in God's steadfast love. 1 Samuel 25, 23-44 uh, remember, there was this conflict between David and Nabor, and um, Abigail, Nabor's wife, has now come as sort of a, with a peace offering to David. When Abigail saw David, she hurried and alighted from the donkey and fell before David on her face, bowing to the ground. She fell at his feet and said, Upon me alone, my lord, be the guilt. Please let your servant speak in your ears and hear the words of your servant. My Lord, do not take seriously this ill-natured fellow Nabal, for as his name is, so is he. 
Nabal is his name, and folly is with him. But I, your servant, did not see the young men of my Lord whom you sent. Now then, my Lord, as the Lord lives and as you yourself live, since the Lord has restrained you from blood guilt and from taking vengeance with your own hand, now let your enemies and those who seek to do evil to my Lord be like Nabal. And now let this present that you, that your servant has brought to my Lord, be given to the young men who follow my Lord. Please forgive the trespass of your servant, for the Lord will certainly make my Lord a sure house, because my Lord is fighting the battles of the Lord. And evil shall not be found in you as long as you live. If anyone should raise up to pursue you and to seek your life, the life of my Lord shall be bound to the bundle of the living under the care of the Lord your God. But the lives of your enemies God shall sling out as from the hollow of a sling. When the Lord has done to my Lord according to all the good that God has spoken concerning you and has appointed you prince over Israel, my Lord shall have no cause of grief nor pangs of conscience for having shed blood without cause or for having saved himself. And when the Lord has dealt well with my Lord, then remember your servant. David said to Abigail, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who sent you to meet me today. Blessed be your good sense, and blessed be you, who have kept me today from blood guilt and from avenging myself by my own hand. For as surely as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, who has restrained me from hurting you, Unless you had hurried and come to meet me truly by morning, there would not have been left to Nabal as much as one male. Then David received from her hand what she had brought him. He said to her, Go up to your house in peace. See, I have heeded your voice and I have granted your petition. Abigail came to Nabal. He was holding a feast in his house. Like the feast of a king, Nabal's heart was merry within him, for he was very drunk. So she told him nothing at all until the morning light. In the morning, when the wine had gone out of Nabal, his wife told him these things, and his heart died within him. He began became like a stone. About ten days later, the Lord struck Nabal, and he died. When David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Blessed be the Lord, who has judged the case of Nabal's insult to me, and has kept back God's servant from evil. The Lord has returned the evil doing of Nabal upon his own head. Then David sent and wooed Abigail to make her his wife. When David's servants came to Abigail at Carmel, they said to her, David has sent us to you to take you to him as his wife. She rose and bowed down with her face to the ground and said, Your servant is a slave to wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. Abigail got up hurriedly and rode away on a donkey. Her five maids attended her. She went after the messengers of David and became his wife. David also married Ahanoam of Jezreel. Both of them became his wives. Saul had given his daughter Michal, David's wife, to Palti, son of Laash, who was from Galim. From Acts chapter 14, verses 19 through 28. 
But Jews came from Antioch and Iconium and won over the crowds. Then they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. But when the disciples surrounded him, he got up and went into the city. The next day he went on with Barnabas to Derbe. After they had proclaimed the good news to that city and had made many disciples, they returned to Lystra, then on to Iconium and Antioch. There they strengthened the souls of the disciples and encouraged them to continue in the faith, saying, It is through many persecutions that we must enter the kingdom of God. And after they had appointed elders for them in each church, with prayer and fasting they entrusted them to the Lord in whom they had come to believe. Then they passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. When they had spoken the word in Persia, they went down to Attilia. From there they sailed back to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work they had completed. When they arrived, they called the church together and related all that God had done with them, and how God had opened a door of faith for the Gentiles, and they stayed there with the disciples for some time. Mark four thirty-five through 41 On that day when evening had come, Jesus said to them, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great gale arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased, and there was a dead calm. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, continuing on with uh, 1 Samuel. Abigail comes to David and uh, apologizes, right, on, on Nabal's behalf, but also begs him not to take revenge on Nabal, even though he, he had this, like, terrible response to, to David's messenger. She says, that's, that's who he is. He is gruff. He is a fool. He is all of those things, right? That's just who he is. I, I deeply apologize. Here, take these things, but keep your hands from guilt. Don't go take revenge on him. Don't avenge the, your pride or whatever it is. God will, will do this. And David says, thank you. Thank you for, for staying my hand. Because I was going to go kill this guy. I was going to kill him and all the males in his household. And that guilt would be on me. So, yes, thank you for stopping me. Thank you for your gift. And David goes back. Well, Abigail goes back home, and uh, Nabal is sloppy drunk. And when he wakes up in the morning, she tells him all about what he did. And he has presumably a heart attack and is bedridden for the next 10 days until he finally dies. And David sees this and hears what has happened and realizes 
vengeance belongs to God, right? I was going to go punish this man because of this affront to me, but God had it in plan. God has struck him down for the thing that he has done. And I, David, have kept my hands clean. I I haven't uh, incurred this man's guilt upon me. So that's kind of an interesting aspect of this. He then also uh, extends his hand to Abigail to take her on as a wife, and she goes with him. Um, There's a little bit of that element of women being seen as property, but Abigail in particular very much has her own kind of, she thinks for herself, she does her own thing. Um, And we definitely get the sense that this is something that she um, she agrees to. This is not a um, something she has to do. She she is a willing participant. We also find that David uh, is also married to um, another woman whose name is escaping me right at the moment, and that Michal, his first wife, uh, the daughter of Saul, has now been married off to someone else. There's an element here, kings were in the ancient world, often they would marry multiple wives, uh, partially for the sort of generation of heirs, but also as sort of um, connections to certain communities, to, to other nations, that sort of thing. So there's a little bit of that going on. There's sort of this building of a harem. It's not exactly a great thing. It's a thing that happens. Um, and as we'll see, there's there's great conflict because of it. But there we go. Then we have in Acts, Paul is continuing these missionary journeys, um, going throughout the, the land. And these are all sort of Gentile areas. There are these Jewish folks, um, you know, kind of leadership who are following him around and kind of trying to, to speak against what he is doing. But he's kind of moving from place to place. You notice also he sets up elders in all of the churches that he he forms. This is one of the reasons why we as Presbyterians, presbyteros is the uh, Greek word for elder. Uh, we have these boards, these groups of um, of people chosen to make decisions on behalf of the church. This is one of the reasons that we do it. Paul has set this up. Um, we also have Paul being stoned to death, drug out of the city, and him popping back up again. Um, a either a miraculous that he did not die, or it could be that he miraculously came back to life. Um, either way, it's a pretty impressive thing. They eventually get back. This is this first missionary journey. They get back and display all of the wonderful things that have happened, that God has allowed them to proclaim the gospel to the Gentiles in all of these various places. Then we have a great story about Jesus, who, um, remember, is on the shore, and there's this huge crowd around him, and he wants to go somewhere else. And so they get into the boat, and they go across the Sea of Galilee, which is quite large. It is um, large enough that you cannot see the other side. And there is a great storm that 
rolls in, you know, think Lake Pontchartrain, right? A great storm storm comes in, and he's asleep at the front of the boat. He's not worried about it at all. But the disciples, they're panicked, right? They say, Master, wake up. Don't you know we're about to die? And Jesus says, no, no, we're not. What are you talking about? Don't you have any faith? And he rebukes the wind, and it just calms down. He says, I'm going to take care of you. Have faith. And the disciples look at each other and say, who is this guy? Again, this is very early in Mark, and, and part of the question that's being asked in all the, the Gospels, especially in the beginning, is who is this man? They are coming to grips with, they're starting to realize that this man is not just a teacher, is not just a, you know, a prophet even, but that there's something more to who he is. He's more than they were expecting. Um, and this question, who is this man, is the question implicit in the Gospels. And it's a, go- and it's a question for all of us to grapple with. Who is this man? Is he just a teacher or a preacher or a prophet? Or is he truly the son of God, God made flesh, God incarnate? It's a very important question that we have to answer for ourselves as we seek the gospel and as we see Christ's work in and through us. Now, in Christ's name, let us join together in prayer. Satisfy us with your love in the morning, and we will live this day in joy and praise. We praise you, God, our creator, for your handiwork in shaping and sustaining your wondrous creation. Especially we thank you for the ministry of all the baptized. Those who provide for public safety and well-being. those with whom we work or share common concern. Opportunities to share good news with others. The treasures stored in every human life. People of God, for what else do we give thanks? We dare to pray for others, God our Savior, claiming your love in Jesus Christ for the whole world, committing ourselves to care for others in his name. Especially we pray for the church in Asia and the Middle East. Those who seek to save the earth from destruction. Those who work for the benefit of others. Those who cannot work today.
all who proclaim your saving love. People of God, for what else do we pray? We pray for Mary Ann, a friend of Bill's with some dizziness. We pray for Kathy, friend of Jan Ann's who has a broken tibia and continues to need nursing care. Pray for Margaret, who is going on to IV antibiotics for an infection in her jawbone. For Robin, a friend of the Garlands and the Wises, who is recovering from a serious stroke. For Brad, a friend of the Wises, who is recovering from brain surgery. We also pray for his wife, Ashley, and son, Anthony. We pray for Sophia. Prayers for God's guidance and wisdom as she interviews with uh, prospective employers. We continue to pray for Freddie and Ashley. For Mike, a friend of Cheryl's, who's been diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. For friend Amy's Fran, who has sudden hearing loss in one ear, and another friend of Amy's, Rena, who has breast cancer. We pray for Debbie, who is recovering and and doing well after her hip replacement surgery. For all the many prayers we have on our hearts and our minds. As you cause the sun to rise, O God, bring the light of Christ to dawn in our souls and dispel the shadows of hatred and fear. Give us grace to reflect Christ's glory and let his love show in our deeds, his peace shine in our words, and his healing in our touch, that all may give him praise now and forever. Amen. Now let us continue to pray using the words that Christ taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. And may the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Thank you so much for joining me today for Daily Prayer. Join me tomorrow for some more. Like this video, share it with someone else, click on the subscription and the notification button, as well as going to our website, johncalvinchurch.org, for more information. Our liturgy today came from the Book of Common Worship of the Presbyterian Church USA 2018 edition. Our readings came from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Thank you for joining me. Have a very blessed day, and we'll see you next time. Bye.